Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lockcast with Simon and Will. Today we are looking at a very exciting project that connects real world with the virtual digital world, where it is typically an MMA style real world fighting organisation, but they've created Web3 tokenomics around it. So joining me is Will. What do you want to tell us about Karate, man? I find Karate Coin really cool because it appeals to fans of the martial arts, boxing, UFC, karate, that kind of thing. People who like to bet and also crypto DJs who like to hold unusual tokens. In a nutshell, it's the first token that connects both gamification and governance of the real world. And it connects a professional martial arts sports league, uh, in this case, uh, karate combat. It allows you to bet on different fights that happen. And if you've got a winning bet, uh, you get extra extra tokens. What's really cool about it is that I think research has shown that if you do have a bit of a wager on a sport, you're a little bit more interested in the outcome. And so Karate Coin gets people more engaged into sports, I guess. And this is what makes it pretty cool. Yeah, and I think it's getting to where Web3 is going, where it's you own a part of it. You are a part of whatever cultural identity you are trying. In this one, it's you know, martial arts. So what they've done is basically allow the person sitting at home watching on TV or the fan in the arena itself to participate by being able to vote on things like who's going to be in the title fights. That's a cool thing. They have governance vote, uh, allowing people to vote on the direction of the entire organization. That's incredible to think that me as the individual who just loves watching the sport can be involved in every sporting, whether it's martial arts, you know, football, soccer, any kind of sport, they are constantly trying to make their audience more and more engaged. And I think this is just, you know, really breaking down that wall of getting their users to experience it more making them participate more. Therefore, they're making them want to stay around and enjoy the sport for longer. Yeah, and not only that, I mean, we've all played different games like football managers and uh, fantasy football as well. But what's really cool about this is it actually goes beyond fantasy and into the real world, meaning that, like you mentioned, Simon, uh, we all get the opportunity to pick who the fighters are. Now, mind you, there's a bit of a limitation to that in that you can't really match up a featherweight with a with a heavyweight. But then within certain bounds, you can pick who the fighters are. You can pick the location of the fights. And all of these are the cool things. So this is a really cool way to engage not only people who love crypto, but then uh, just sports fans in general, make the game way more interesting. And... Another thing that I really love about this token is that it also brings in people who are who know nothing about crypto. So it definitely brings in people like us who do understand crypto and we love all sorts of applications about it. But then uh, there aren't too many products out there that bring in the masses and actually show them the value of crypto. They've got a beautiful app that you can download on iOS and I believe Android is coming out and you can also go to the website and once you're there, uh, pick your players, pick your bets, and essentially enjoy the show. Yeah, I just did that uh, yesterday. I was playing around on the app, and it's you know what people expect from apps these days. It's very easy to navigate. It's very user-friendly. It's got some great visuals. And you could see very simply how they put it into. Like they were polling who was going to be the next 
title fight contender. That's awesome. That's a huge way to engage with your audience, getting to actually participate in choosing the fights. That was really cool. And then I could see where you could bet on the upcoming fights as well. And that's all integrated into that app. So super easy, so super friendly. But it's that just breaking down the wall of allowing you to be part of it, the organization and the direction of the organization. That's where it captures fans. That's where it really stands out. And part of it, I guess, is having this Karate Coin token, which you know allows you to participate in these things. Mm. And the other thing I really like about it is that on top of the crypto, they've also kind of tried to really engage the younger generation. So before boxing matches used to be held in casinos and really excited people, uh, really exciting places uh, where you'd have an older crowd, I guess. But uh, in, in this day and age, things are a little bit different. So actually what they've done is they've added a bit of mixed reality into it where the fights happen, I think, in front of a green screen and they're somehow able to integrate the fighters into some virtual environment. And I think they experimented with uh, seeing hits almost as if you're watching a Mortal Kombat game with uh, all kinds of crazy effects. The martial artists go at, go at each other. But it's really cool. It's got great music, great environment. It's like really pretty to look at. And on top of that, yeah, you can bet on the players and there's crypto involved. I I think I really like it. Yeah, well, I didn't see that part. I was watching some of the previous fights because it's all there available on YouTube and things like that to watch the previous events. I noticed that they had, you know, the big backgrounds. They turned the big backgrounds to this kind of futuristic uh, metaverse style background. So that kind of looked really yeah. cool. But my first thought for that was, Oh, that just makes it look pretty because it's actually in, in a small stadium. It's not as big as other fight groups. But I didn't see the actual <laughs> Mortal Kombat style. I'll have to go back and have a look at that. But that adds a really cool element of uniqueness and fandom and just coolness, isn't it? That's just cool. Mm. So let's get into it a bit more then. So how does the token work and what can you actually do with the token? We touched on that, but how do you buy it? Where do you buy it? Why would you use it? How do you use it? Well, you can get the token in a couple of different exchanges. So it's pretty much available like any other token. Uh, now, the cool thing about it is, I guess the primary function of it is that you can bet. That's really cool. Uh, but then the other thing is that you're also involved with the governance. You can pick your matchups, your locations, uh, different kinds of decisions. Uh, let's say getting even uh, merch and things like that. You bet on your fighters. Now, the thing that makes this kind of betting different is that uh, they're calling it up only. And so this might either make or break them, I think. And the difference with this up only bet is that, uh, let's say you and I were to make a bet on a certain uh, player. Now, if the player won, we'd obviously get some money. But the thing is, if the player lost, we would actually just get our money back. And so where do the winnings come from? They come from the uh, treasury. So there's a bit of a reserve there. Uh, dedicated to, I guess, winners of, winners of the fights. And so uh, the winning fighter gets a little bit of money from the treasury, but then also the winning bettors get a little bit of money from the treasury based on some formula, based on how much you bet. Uh, but essentially, it's, it's up only. And I guess we can look at the risks of this up only thing. But then one benefit is that it's technically not betting in that uh, it makes it much easier to list on the Android store uh, and the Apple store. That's a problem that a lot of betting apps, uh, including crypto, that have 
a lot of trouble getting into and they have to do all sorts of things and tricks to just be listed on these apps but in this case i think that karate coin can actually get away with it and say there's no betting nobody's putting any money there's no risk to lose money it's essentially up only as they call it yeah i liked that theory and that makes sense why they, they could get onto the iStore, Apple iStore and things like that so easily. But the inflation. Anyway, there we are. Um, yeah, the interesting thing about the up only, I think, is it's more gimmick than actual no loss betting because of the inflationary nature of the token. So if you don't win any money, that's great. But other people who win will have more of it and they printing out more of it, not printing out more of it per se, but issuing more from the treasury. And so these bigger players will have larger piles of money and yours will be less. And basically the US dollar value, your amount of karate will go down. So it's not up only, except you can't lose the amount of karate coin tokens you have but they may be worth less in the future. And so there's ways that they can get around this kind of stuff and, and they kind of want that to a degree. They want the people who aren't participating to not continue to be rewarded if Karate Coin keeps going up in value per se, but they're going to have marketing in mm -hmm. place. And so they've got you know lots of filming going on. So when they do marketing, they treasury can use that marketing money to buy back some Karate Coin to then be able to issue it again to bolster the price of it. So it's got a really good monetary incentive to keep this thing going. I think up only, bit gimmicky, good idea, makes people feel like they're not losing money, but I think they will lose money against a dollar value because the karate coin value will probably go down as the inflationary nature of issuing more of these tokens goes up. But there's a hard cap on that as well. So this would be long-term if it went really stratospheric, this you know, karate combat, and they it issued all their tokens and there's no more tokens to issue, then you'd start seeing the price going up. But there's a lot of inflation to go through before it gets to that point. But it's a great idea, great concept. And as you said, it obviously allows them to jump a few little hurdles about gambling. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. In fact, uh, you actually mentioned buybacks they haven't talked about buybacks and so it's hard to know whether they'll actually do that or not but they do need to find a way to control the inflation because talking about risks this is kind of what happened with step n it came out and they were inflating like crazy and everybody was out there quote unquote making money but really what's happening is that step n was just getting inflated and losing value so now the question is whether a karate coin will somehow be able to manage this kind of inflation one theory I've read is that uh, in order to keep winning more, you need to hold more uh, tokens. So let's say I had started out with 100 karate tokens and I won 10 karate tokens. Yeah, I could sell the 10 karate tokens and hold on to my 100 karate and keep betting with that. The only problem is that there are other people who won along with me. And so now their holdings of karate are bigger. And that means in the next bet, they will probably end up winning more than I do because they're holding more and betting more. It's almost like staking. You're talking about the game of mm. 
I was going to say, you're talking about the gamification of it there, which I think will come into any tokenomics play mm. like that. So, yeah, as you said, you bet 100 karate token, you win 10, you got 110. Next time you're going to bet 110 and you win 111. It's compounding mm. effect of the karate mm. token. And so the question that's always going to come about is, does the amount of karate token that you can accumulate mm. compensate for the inflation the mortal karate tokens coming? So does the dollar value of karate go down faster than you can accumulate? And that was what you're saying was the problem with Stefan was that they were mm. printing too many of these tokens that no matter how many you got, the price was going down faster than your ability to accumulate. Yeah. The big difference here, I feel, is that this place already has a very viable version of making mm. money. They've already got real life fights, therefore they've already got a really good marketing audience. And so the business itself should be able to generate money. And yes, they haven't mentioned buybacks, but it's an obvious thing. If they're going to continue to issue prize money to fighters in the karate coin, then they need to buy back some of the karate coin tokens through money that they've generated through marketing. So it seems an obvious business decision for them to move towards that. Whereas Stepan is your, in your example, never breached the gap, never brought money in from an outside source. Uh, something else I really like about it, I saw in the white paper is that uh, there's room for growth of the token based on, on the governance. So there's room for other people to build different kinds of apps that let you create uh, parlays or combo bets. So you can bet on multiple fighters at the same time or even leverage your bet create different tokens uh, or NFTs based on different fighters. So there's a chance that some sort of really cool fighting, betting economy can be built around this. And I mean, th there's a chance that th there's a good economy that can come out of this thing and maybe even have it deflationary if everything works out. But uh, it's, it's definitely still really early on. The project has been out here for only two weeks. So it's it's something that we've got to wait and see if uh, in, in how in how the economy is going to work out. Yeah, exactly. I think it's very interesting to see how quickly they can continue to develop and integrate this Web three technology into what they do. Because I think the biggest risk factors that this has is simply something like the UFC pivoting and creating its own coin and allowing this kind of governance to a degree and voting on fighters then this could disappear all in a heartbeat. So I think the incumbent players in the space, they're not stupid. They're probably watching this to a degree mm. and they have the market share. You know, the UFC argues the market share. If they pivoted to this, then I believe Karate Combat would just disappear. Mm. That's the biggest risk going on here is their competitors oh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. just pivoting. I think it would also be a sign of success in that Karatecoid may have found a really cool business model that other sports league could actually emulate. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like this is one of those tests or forays into the real world where crypto is going out into the real world and it's actually pulling people back in and making a, a credible use case for crypto. I mean, honestly, if this thing goes big, it, it could be a, even a bigger use case than what Bitcoin currently is. I'm a massive fan of Bitcoin. I know Bitcoin is going to be big in the future. But then the problem is that right now, Bitcoin is being used to essentially, I guess, speculate. Whereas if it's fans from the outside coming in, 
not necessarily crypto degens who are actually just out there buying and holding to hold karate coin. There's people who say, hey, I really want a say in this league. I, I want to I, I want my favorite player to I want to see my favorite player fight and I want to bet on him or her. So depending on the people that karate coin is able to bring in from the outside, I think we might actually get crypto that's being used for a totally different reason for engagement and betting. And I think that's really cool. And I guess I hope to see it succeed. And I really want it to be emulated by other people. I think if UFC does uh, get their own token, that would be super cool. Uh, but I hope, but I hope that Karate Coin continues to succeed as well. Yeah, I think what you're talking about there is, you know, Karate Coin is a first mover in the space. And I think what I see the problem here and what I see when we start integrating real world elements into digital is that what we're going to see is that this is bringing digital out into the real world. They kind of started, I mean, the karate combat exists. They had a few fights before they created karate coin, but that was always their plan was to create the karate coin token and bring this into real world fighting. I think the real successes are the things that are already in the real world who then come over to Web3 because they've already got the market share, they've already got the audience, they've already got the engagement. That I think is where the real success will lie is that people have already built up the real world position, bringing it and bridging across to the digital world. That to me is the real secret for success in the future. So I think Karate Combat is great in that it's first mover, it's showing the way. I, I have real fears that it could be just destroyed when these big real world organizations decide to make that transition. So I guess moving on from that is mm. investment opportunity. What do you think? I think, I think you might know what my thought, thoughts on that are. Well, a lot of the times we go into crypto kind of looking at how much can I make from this? Is it worth investing? In this case, I just look at it as something that's really cool, really fun, really different. So I would personally pick up Karate Coin for two reasons. One, just for fun. I want to play around and, and bet with all of these fighters. I, I love watching Karate at UFC. But then the other reason I'm going to pick it up is that it's going to let me watch it. And what I would do is I would not pick up enough to invest to start off. But then I think if I see it starting to grow, if I see uh, there's a lot of engagement coming up, um, look at the inflation, uh, see whether other, will there be NFTs for the fighters? Because that's really cool. And is, is the only way to get the NFTs through Karate Coin? Will there be different new tokens that are invited for the fighters? And how do you exchange them for Karate Coin? So long story short, I'm going to hold it for fun. And if I see the ecosystem growing, I'm definitely going to pick up some for myself. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. For me, I sit there and look at it going, this is a great utility token and it has real world use case, but it's not an investment. It's definitely for fun. It's definitely for engagement. It's definitely to be feel like you're a part of the organization, which I guess you effectively are. So in that regards, this is definitely a great niche for people who want to be involved in it. But from my perspective, I'm worried about how I'm going to make money from this. I don't think you can make money from this, but it's a great idea. Where you can make money from it is buying on the blockchain. So go buy some Ethereum because this is running on the Ethereum blockchain. That's how you make money from this. Mm. That's it. That's it. 
And I guess that's a wrap for today's episode of Blockcast. We hope you guys enjoyed learning about Karate Coin. And if you like this episode, remember to give us a thumbs up and to subscribe to our channel. And you can also leave us a comment or review and tell us what you think. Well, I guess this is Simon and Will signing off and see you next time on Blockcast. Thanks, Will.